Ole Miss a 10-4 winner tonight. This is the post-game pod on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I appreciate you joining us. It was a cold day in Oxford, Mississippi. We're going to talk about it in just a second, so stick around. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Post Game Pod. I am your host, Stephen Willis. Um, we're going to talk about Ole Miss's 10-4 victory over Virginia Commonwealth. The Rams coming in for Game 1. The first inning of the season where Ole Miss has trailed as after the first inning, um, Virginia Commonwealth was up one to nothing. That didn't last any further than that. So that's the only inning this year. That's a trivia question. One inning this year, Ole Miss has trailed. Um, Kevin Graham hit a home run. Ole Miss's pitchers, I believe, gave up no earned runs. Decent day throwing the football, and it was cold. It was miserably cold to the point where you generally wondered about the people that were in attendance. There were some people that were just looked miserable out there. They were so cold. And there's blankets everywhere. And, it, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I do feel sorry for the people that were in attendance for that game because it, it looked very, very cold. Everybody had blankets. Everybody had gloves. It was a typical Mississippi February day. Um, speaking of February, the bats are, um, whenever it's cold, the bats are going to be a little bit cold. Um, as Bats are going to warm up whenever the weather warms up. But Virginia Commonwealth also added to the equation with five errors. Ole Miss had three. Now, we're going to be doing a little bit of nitpicking in, over the next little bit. Now, Ole Miss winning these games is far better than Ole Miss losing these games. If you talk about issues that you have winning the games, you're basically nitpicking and trying to get things cleaned up before the SEC slate starts. The one thing that I am concerned about right now is basically our fielding. There's times that we're just out there struggling to field the ball. We seem to have problems right now on the left side of the infield. And I... I don't know if it can get better. I don't know if we are um, at a point where Justin Bench just needs to play third base as opposed to center field. I, I do not know. But the fact of the matter is the errors that are being committed are plays that we're not used to seeing happen. Now, with the way we're hitting the ball right now, there's a lot that we can overcome. But as the competition gets more stiff, you're going to have a situation to where you might not be able to overcome something like that. But um, two or three errors, I think the, um, there was an error correct on the first inning when VCU ran. Locklear for VCU is a very good player, by the way. He, he looked like he was two for four today um, for VCU. He, he's a good player. And, and their 10 to four was, you know, that was fun. But if you look at the stats right now, Kevin Graham ended up um, one for five with a home run. Um, Tim Oka, one for four. Jacob Gonzalez went 0 for five, drew the collar, basically. Um, he's only hitting 188 for the season. He's kind of dropping down the lineup. He needs to get right, um, but I think he will. I don't, I don't think there's any real need to worry about that. Hayden Leatherwood got in the game after the lefty got kicked out. Or not kicked out. They got the lefty out of the game. TJ McCants. Ended up um, one for one. 
And Reagan Burford ended up, um, let's see, one for two with three RBIs. Peyton Chatney had three RBIs, so that's six. So a couple of players, a lot of the runs that scored in that game uh, were in at the bottom part of the order. Um, ben Van Cleve, TJ McCants, Reagan Burford um, attributed seven of the ten runs. And that that was pretty cool to see. I mean, Ole Miss had three in the second, two in the fourth, one in the fifth, four in the sixth, and it, you know, it was basically over at that point. At that point, we were just trying to get to wherever um, we get to the conclusion. Derek Diamond went five innings and got the win. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, to player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Also, March Madness is only a few weeks away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. So along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers games types like Survivor or Pick X, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring. They offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find on CBS or ESPN. So, plus they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. So clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our own brackets in it. There's no truer test than that. So if you want to play against us um, for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're at it, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. So, Ole Miss was able to win, double-figure run again. This is only the second time the game has gone the full nine innings. Uh, so, that's something to talk about. But maybe, it, you know, the weather will warm up tomorrow. Oh, by the way, there will be no post-game pod tomorrow. I will miss the game and we'll not be able to um, talk about what's going on. I'm actually taking the wife to Sleuths. We're going to do Mystery Dinner Theater. We're going to try and solve a murder um, while we're eating dinner tomorrow night. So I'll miss the Ole Miss game um, and post-game pod because of that. Now, we talked about the um, infield fielding problems. That's something we need to keep an eye on a little bit. Um, Jacob Gonzalez nitpicking. He needs to kind of get on track. Um, both hitting and fielding. He's not really at competing at his normal standard. Um, yeah, that, that those that's kind of the real thing. I, Derek Diamond, his velocity dropped again, just like it did the first time he pitched, but he was able to pitch his way through it. No earned runs. He did give up two unearned runs, but that was mainly because of um, errors in the fielding. Department. So he actually pitched fairly well today. Yeah, that 
that was one little bit of working that he could do and kind of helped him out that he was going and whenever whenever Locklear came up to bat, you can tell that he would kind of really dial in what was going on because he was a, that's a guy that you legitimately need to be afraid of. So the points for this game was it's, it was really cold. People in the crowd looked miserable. Um, we pitched the ball fairly well. We have problems fielding the ball. And um, as the weather warms up, our bats do, will as well. But we're also hitting the ball pretty well right now. Kevin Graham going yard once again. That's kind of the main storylines from the game today. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back for the Game 3 post-game pod as um, Sunday. So tune in for that. So thanks for watching. We'll see you then.